Hey friends, welcome to Everyday Mulemanship. My name is Ty Evans. It's good to have you here today. Uh, for this week's episode, I got my good buddy Sam Scaling on here. We we had a fun interview. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. We talk about Bryce Canyon Mule Days, which is an uh, event held here in, in Utah, in Tropic Utah. And Sam is a big part of organizing that. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about mules and how some, how Sam got into mules. And, uh, you know, Sam's only been riding about five years. But, dang, he, he in his five years, he's he's learned to ride better than most folks I know that have been riding 50 years. So, hope you enjoy this podcast. We've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. And, and uh, we sure enjoyed doing the interview. And, and uh, I'm sure you're going to enjoy listening to it. If I could ask you a favor... I would sure appreciate it if you would leave us a five-star review. If you're liking these podcasts and liking what we're doing, be sure to tell us about it. And also, if you want to find out more information about who we are and what we do and and uh, want to know about our clinics and our DVDs and videos and things, make sure you visit our website. That's tsmules.com. But uh, I sure appreciate you guys tuning in here. God bless you and enjoy. All right. Welcome to the Everyday Mulemanship Podcast. Sam, how you doing? Good, Ty. How you doing this morning? I'm awesome. Thanks for uh, doing this with me. We'll have some fun here. Yeah, I'm excited. This is uh, listening to the, your one with Joe G, and gosh, you're off to a good start. I love this. Yeah, it'll be fun. You know, you're the one that got me into these podcasts. You, you uh, I don't know if you remember, you just tell me, to download these podcast things for all my long drives and, and whatever. And so you're the one that showed me all this stuff, you know, <laughs> I know you're, uh, you spend a lot of time in the driver's seat of that truck. So you need something to keep you up. Oh man. Well, um, for those of you that don't know, Sam scaling, uh, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, shoot. How long we've we been buddies for about five, six years now. Yeah. I think we're on that five year. I know, uh, no, I've got into mules about five years ago, so it wasn't yeah. shortly after. Yeah. Well, for those of you that, uh, for those that don't know you, Sam, why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit? Tell them, tell them a little bit about you and your family, and and uh, we'll start there. So I live just a couple hours north of Ty. I uh, oh, grew up in Southern California, and we moved to Utah, and we. Uh, Let's see. Gosh, I don't even know where to start. My, uh, I, I'm in a. I run our family business, which we uh, manufacture machine that allows you to roast coffee in your own home. So it's a pretty big business, but it's basically just run by my dad and myself. Myself. So you know, it allows for uh, a lot of time to be on a mule since it's mostly all online. As long as I can answer the phone or do emails, that's. Uh, allows for a lot of freedom yep. and it's uh ty's been with me plenty of times when i've had to answer the phone and we're out uh on a mule ride and i'm helping a customer with an issue that they might have so it's, yep. it's pretty nice to be able to do that yeah you're always uh you're always busy you're a, you're a go getting some of again that's for sure oh yeah you got so, it every day <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, you got a new baby, I guess not so new anymore. But yeah, so right now she's you. she's five months old. She was born on September 11th, so uh, 2019. Kind of an easy date to remember. And yep. uh, 
my beautiful wife is name is Hope. It's actually Sky's cousin. Um, yep. Kind of a good little story there we can get into. But uh, yeah, it was a very, very fun fall, you know, all new things and trying to fit some mule riding in between being a new dad. That's that's for sure. Yeah, your mule riding has kind of gotten a little shorter lately, but that's all right. It's uh, It's for the better. It is. I, I sit there and I look at her and I, our daughter's name is Violet. I go, Violet, when are you ready to go? Cause I'm ready to start riding. Let's get out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you're good. You're a good dad and a, and a good husband. And yeah. So we're like family. Me and Sam joke. We're, uh, we're cousins. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We're not, not too far off. And nope. But, uh, well, cool buddy. Um, I got a bunch of stuff I want to talk about with you, and uh, so we'll just, let's just jump into it. Um, first of all, I'd like to know, or I know, I already know this story, but I'd like you to tell our audience here um, how you got into mules, kind of what, what led you to to start riding and, and your interest in these mules. Uh, I knew you, you kind of grew up with a little bit of exposure, but you didn't grow up in a in a home that, uh, you know, had, had mules and horses, but you were around it a little bit, so... Why don't you, why don't we start there and tell the folks about that? Yeah, yeah. So I was about uh, 10, 11 years old when my family would spend a lot of time in southern Utah and they would uh, go to Bryce Canyon, which is a beautiful place, and they would hike and I just hated hiking. So they'd leave me with the, oh, the outfitter there that did the rides down below, you know, the dude rides down into the canyon and back. And I got to know him real well. And I just rode all day up and down that canyon. And so I was around mules and horses then. And um, as a little boy, then, yeah, my family never really owned any um, until I got some just about five years ago. But and uh, kind of fast forward, I was out on a archery elk hunt and we were hiking and I was like getting tired of carrying my gear and I said you know I'm gonna get into some horses I think that would be a fun thing and after looking at a couple horses and seeing little issues here and there uh, I called a good friend of mine named Denny Gomez out of Arizona and he pointed me in the direction because I know I knew he had mules and I told him what I wanted to do and he said yep you need to get yourself mules and uh that was about it after that i jumped on the local classifieds didn't know anything about them bought two of them brought them home and i uh kind of got lucky with my first two mules there so yeah you did yeah those those two old tex and and mick those are good boys there yeah they are they're kind of good buddies they couldn't be more opposite tex is about a 15 hand you know kind of a draft mule and little mix about 13-2, a little uh, henny mule, so he's a little dude, but they're both pretty good guys. They take care of whoever we put on their back. Yeah, you, you look real good on little Mick. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I hey, I don't prefer them if that's a good little mule, and I tell you what, if you got a pack, that's a good mule to pack, because you can do a box hitch from one side of the mule. <laughs> yeah, he's a little guy, but he's got heart, doesn't he? He sure does. He's a stout little guy. So. Yep. Well, then you got another meal. So let's go into that. Tell about the next meal you got. 
Oh, that next mule. So I wanted a little, another big mule and, uh, jumped online, found this one mule at a green river, Wyoming. Uh, he looked good in the ad. Okay, let's do it. Went out there, got him, you know, and, uh, brought him home and, it was probably a sign that next day I went to take him on a ride. I took about two and a half hours to catch him. So <laughs> that was probably yeah. my first sign. And that the old, the old owner kind of ran about eight of his mules into a cat pen and he still had a hard time catching this one. But, uh, so yeah, that was the mule named Hillbilly, the infamous Hillbilly. Good old Hillbilly. He sure taught you a lot though. He did. I think it it hit me one day when he ran off with me and I, I didn't know what to do. I think I yanked back on those reins and then I just ended up bailing off of them. And that's when it hit me that I was in over my head. (laughs) That kind of leads to how we met though. That did. So I, uh, I'm trying to remember, did I, I went to your pack trip or no, you wanted all that work out. I think you wanted to come to a packing clinic and you couldn't make it. You had some stuff come up. And so you rescheduled and you came to one of my, uh, you came just to, to ride with me for the day, uh, just a little private clinic. That's right. I think you did a little obstacle course and I couldn't make it to that one, but I came to your pack clinic, got to know you a little bit. And then I came down to do a riding clinic. This is back when you were in Chester Yep, at your place there. So yeah, that's, uh, I'm glad I did. I showed up. And uh, we did that little private session. I remember you were going through the mules that you were training. And uh, you said, oh, yeah, just go ahead, get on and start working them right here. And I got on and you saw that mule and you went, yeah, go ahead, get off that mule. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, a little bit about this mule. um, It was funny because, you know, when Sam came over and he said, oh, this is hillbilly. And, and, uh, you know, I... I thought I knew the mule. Um, I thought I recognized him. And then Sky came out and she's like, Ty, that's Hillbilly. I'm like, well, I know that's his name. She's like, no, that's Hillbilly. You, you, you've worked with that mule before. And it turns <laughs> out I, I had, I had, I had tried to start that mule, um, like a couple years, two, three years previous to Sam getting him. And, uh, I didn't do very, I didn't do a very good job with him. I didn't get much done. I basically, all I did with him was get him halter broke. And then Sky's dad actually ended up with him, and he he got some he got a little bit further along than I did, and then, anyways, now it's now it ends up with Sam. Yeah, <laughs> so probably. He, show, he shows up at this little deal. We're like, yeah, you better you, well, let's start from the ground. <laughs> and you you had to learn real quick with that mule. You know, he had a kind of the safest place. When I try to explain that one, it's the safest place was in rough country on his back. Yeah. You know, he fired hot if you wanted him to jump stuff, but boy, on the ground, he just thought you were going to, you know, at any moment going to take him down and put him out. You know, that mule just thought everyone was out to get him. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was, he was real worried. And, you know, I remember the guy that I had, I had, you know, got him halter broke for, he was a, you know, he was a a older feller and, and not, not capable of really getting much done. And so this meal, you know, up until I got him halter broke was just basically a wild little turd, you know, just doing whatever he wants and uh, real pushy. And, 
and uh but also real just kind of scared he's always the skittish type but so that yeah. that takes us to yeah you came out there that's how that's how we met and and uh i remember one of the evenings you you cooked us up some some steak and and uh, peppers and it was love at first sight there. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to make sure I'd get invited back or be able to come back. So one of my strong points is uh, cooking. I uh, was able to cook, tie a good meal, and um, that was good. That was a good – I kind of found the way to tie right there. <laughs> yep, yep. I, you know me, I spend so much time on the road eating granola bars, you know, so a uh, home-cooked home cooked meal, dang, oh, man, you, yeah, you found the way, but – and, uh, you know, from there, you, you came to a bunch of clinics for a little while there. I think you held the record of the most clinics attended. Yeah, I was, gosh, we'd go to Gunnison, Colorado, uh, Montana, the old days. I was just following you everywhere. I had to, though. I had to, a lot of ground to make up. So I was for, uh, for survival. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the truth. Then you talked me into completing it. Uh, bishop mule days and that was uh kind of funny that i was still really green when i was out there <laughs> riding but uh it was good i i uh then i started trusting went to tie to buy my next mule and that's when we ended up with black betty and uh gosh that mule's just she's a, a good good mule yeah so, black betty she's she's awesome but you know you've you've made her awesome though you know when i had her she was still pretty green but you, uh, but she had a good mind always. That was the big, I think that was a big difference for you going from a meal like Hillbilly to, uh, Black Betty was just the disposition. I mean, that was huge. Yeah. I mean, she had a much more, a warmer heart. <laughs> yep. And just wanted to, wanted to be out there and be with you and wanted to learn, which made a world of difference in my confidence and being able to see my results, you know, actually leaps and bounds versus baby steps with hillbilly yeah i think i think betty really helped you grow your confidence and your writing ability too you know i i still remember uh well maybe i'll let you tell it but remember one of our first rides out to the santa fe swell and she she kind of slipped you remember that oh yeah what i mean my eyes were as big as i don't know what you'd say as big as oranges just seeing the San Rafael for the first time and seeing what these mules can do. I remember it was our good friend, Terry yourself. And, uh, I was behind the, you two guys and I learned real quick about what angles you could take with mules on rocks. And that little sweet black Betty mule just kind of, we kind of conflicted. She wanted to go one way. I was blocking her to get her to come the other way. And those feet just came out from under her and we kind of went down and boy, I thought it was one of those things like, we're going to have to put this mule down right here. We're done. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I remember Ty and Terry just looked at me like, get going. We got, we got a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> if you're falling here, you're not going to make it today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it, for those that don't know, the San Rafael Swell is a massive rock formation that goes, I don't even know how many miles, maybe 100 miles north and south, and uh, about uh, probably 30 miles or so I, I east and west in the middle of Utah. And it's 
it's amazing, beautiful country. If it was anywhere else, it would be a national park. But since it's in Utah, it's just the it's just the poor cousin <laughs> of yeah. uh, you know of, of rock formation. So, but we spend a lot of time out there, and and we do a lot of riding there. And that's anyways. That's yeah. That's what Sam's talking about here. So it was it, we had a good time though. You man from that first ride though, you come a long ways. Uh, you know now you'll do yeah. all sorts of stuff. So that's kind of the thing is you guys. Uh, I'm very lucky, blessed, whatever you want to call it, to be able to surround myself with such good uh mulemanship you know yourself and your father-in-law larry and joe g it's just i was uh, the only way up was to excel if i was going to be around you guys and uh it definitely has paid off throughout the years yep yeah, that's good to, it's good to have good friends and good influences it makes a big difference you know you're you're only as good as the people you associate with and so Anyways, that's yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how you got into the mules, and and uh, anything you want to add to that little piece of getting into these mules? Oh, it's it's been a life changing thing. I think every mule person can say that once they get into them, it's uh, your life changes. The people you get to meet, the events you get to go to attend, the clinics. It's just a uh, you become almost a family. You know, it's a uh, something very cool and i look forward to just getting together and going riding you know that's if i have a free day or if i look at my schedule and boy i just want to go out and ride heck yeah well for you it's changed your life and in more ways than one it it led you it led you to your wife and it's uh i mean mules are just a big mules are kind of a big point a big part of your life you know it, they sh- they sure have. They've brought me. I wouldn't be where I am today without them. That's uh, I can confidently say that. I mean, I uh, got out of a of relationship, and I remember uh, Ty, you were selling your place in Chester and moving, and I think we just got back from going to Arizona, the Santan Valley Clinic, and mm-hmm. uh, you said you should call Sky's cousin. She's single and. I uh, happened to meet Hope uh, a little before on a mule ride. Yeah, sure. Okay. Just go ahead and send her my number. And that was basically it. A couple, I think a week later we went on a date and yep. that was almost, that was three years ago, I think right about now. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how stuff works out in that. It sure yeah, is. Less- it sure Luckily is. Luckily for you, she she loves riding mules. I mean, she you know, growing up, her and Sky, you know, they'd ride all the time. And so Hope grew up around mules, and and also she grew up around good mulemanship too. So, you know, it's that's a big that's a big part of it. That is a big part of it, and having someone that shares the same interests and the same sense of adventure to just get out, you know, and explore. And it's a little different now with our little daughter, but it'll be a day when we'll all be out there kind of like you, Ty. That's uh, definitely something to strive for, to be able to be out there with your wife and your kids just enjoying the same thing. Oh, yeah. It's it's fun. It's fun for sure to have the whole family like it. You know, they're they're all a little different. So as, you know, Violet grows up, she, she's going to have her own interests. And, and uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be more kids along the way, and they'll all be a little different. You know, I look at Ellie and Swayze, my two daughters, and Ellie just loves everything about meals. 
I mean, she wants to clean the stalls. She wants to feed them. She wants to brush them. She wants to do everything. Swayze just likes to show up and ride, <laughs> have somebody do all the rest of the floor. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's. But it's it's pretty fun. That'll be that'll be cool, and uh, and it'll be fun for Violet too as she grows up. She's got all these cousins, you know, down here. She like to ride and play, and that'll be fun. So. Oh, I can't wait! I I always say it. My wife always has to tell me, huh? "You're a little ways away." I know, I know. I just, yep. I just want to have a riding buddy. You bet. Get out there. Oh yeah. Well, um, the next meal I wanted to talk about. This was your. This was your next big learning curve. Was Daisy? Uh, yeah. That was your next project after after Black Betty, um, and then you. So you. Why don't you tell us how we ended up? You ended up selling. Um, hillbilly and then let, let's get into daisy from there so tell us about that so hillbilly uh ty came you know i was going to ty and asking him okay what what should i do i'm kind of at a standpoint and he mentioned well it's your investment of time and it's your payoff if you only have so much time what's you're going to invest it in one mule which one do you want to do and oh black betty for sure i mean from where we came from and I just was barely making progress with Hillbilly. And I said, I've got some pretty good mules sitting there. And so I uh, ended up selling Hillbilly to a a young outfitter out of Star Valley, Wyoming. And he fell in love with that mule. And uh, we took him on a little ride. And I said, this mule will take you anywhere you want to go. And uh, he put that to test. He took that mule up every mountain we found. And he... uh, loaded that whole mule up and took him home. And a little while later, I said, I just, I need to progress a little more, learn a little more about the whole starting. I wanted to start a mule. So I found one for I think $600, $800 and went and picked this little uh, Molly mule out. And uh, she was probably four or five years old, hadn't been started. And uh, we ended up naming her Daisy and that's kind of where I started from, you know, everything I learned from Ty groundwork, I started right then. I started working that mule and, you know, I spent a lot of time at that round pen. Um, I'm fortunate enough to live in a place where the community has a rodeo arena and a round pens right across the street. So I was over there constantly. Okay. I feel confident. And, uh, that mule we took to Arizona pretty quick after we got her. And that's, uh, where Ty wanted to do a saddling demonstration for the first time. So I can let Ty take over for that. Cause that was a, <laughs> he's, that was a bad idea. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I learned how heavy Sam's saddle was <laughs> really quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, anyways, yeah, we wanted to work through the saddling deal and I thought it would be good to show in the clinic, you know, how I go about doing it. And, uh, Daisy was pretty scared of that saddle and and Sam's saddle. He's got a new one since, but well, I guess you still got that old saddle, but uh, yeah. That thing is so heavy. And I was packing around the arena and that arena didn't look so big when I started, but by the end, oh man, that arena just felt <laughs> like miles because <laughs> Daisy would go, travel down the end of the arena, travel back and she dragging me around and anyways, we got it done though. Yeah, got, you did. Got her saddled and and my arm was sore for a while. But yeah. Oh, I came home done. and 
I started doing it right after you'd started it. So yeah, I, uh, that was kind of that start. Then, uh, we got done with the Gunnis Gunnison clinic and you wanted to write, uh, film your first ride DVD. So that's when I said, gosh, Daisy's ready to go. She's had some groundwork done and she's come, you know, I'm still working on her and, but she hasn't had a first ride and that's when, uh, yeah, so that's the mule in your first ride DVD for everyone yeah. that's watched it. Yep, Colt starting the first ride. She's the she's the superstar, and she did really good there. She started good, and it was pretty simple, and uh, didn't have too many too many issues. She just took right to it, and but she sure taught you a lot. The next, how long did you have Daisy? I think uh, six, eight months, somewhere in yeah. there. I, it's yeah, right up until. Uh, I think I used that money when I sold her to buy my engagement ring. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yep. So things, she, were, uh, things were changing there. So that, that mule could travel out. I tell you what, she, I don't know. She kind of was a backyard bred mule, but she could walk pretty good, you know? Um, yep. Did okay. She called my, I think that's a hard thing is when you're new and your confidence is, pretty low it's those mules they get your number or call you out on something it's it's intimidating and uh it it took me a little bit to get her you know there's certain things water crossings and stuff like that but we did it you know that mule ended up going to a really good family here in utah that they i uh, see them on instagram and they still I saw her a picture from, I think from two years ago and she had a, she was leading a horse with a big old, you know, pack saddle on with an elk coming off the mountain. So she's still out and about and being used. Good. Yep. You know, you just, uh, you've had lots of experiences learning in your short five years of, of mealmanship. That's for sure. Oh um, yeah. Now we, Sam and I, we have, we have a lot of fun when we ride together. We spend most of our rides just laughing, and uh, Sam's, yeah, we do. Sam's funny, and and we we find a way to to just to have fun with whatever we're doing and and crack jokes and stuff. But um, this is kind of backing up a little bit, Sam. But I I, I wanted to share. How, you know, Sam had a lot of faith in me, you know, from the beginning. And and uh, do you remember when old hillbilly jumped the tires at my house? Yeah, I was thinking last <laughs> night, okay, what what are some stories? And when I first met Ty, you know, his place had these, I'm sure everyone's seen the old videos of these huge uh, loader tires full of dirt and him just jumping on them and jumping off. And, you know, everyone thinks, oh, that's, you just point them at it and go. And that clinic was kind of funny. We, uh, I think that was probably my second one there. I don't know. It was pretty early on and I just listened to Ty and do whatever he said, and like most of us. And I, he said, okay, next we're going to work on tires. All right, let's go over here. We're working on it. And he said, oh, just point them right here and don't stop. Just bump, bump, bump. And I bump and bump, bump. And all of a sudden that mule hunched back and he kind of squatted way down. And then he pushed <laughs> off. And oh man, I was, I had about a two feet of <laughs> air gap between my butt and that oh, saddle. Yeah. And I kind of was like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> so I'm flying in the air and that mule cleared those tires. Cleared them. And, no problem. All the way. Oh, all the way. All the way. <laughs> that, if that was the goal that he did it. And, uh, oh, geez. 
we flew through the air and we landed and he was so hot already my butt whacking the saddle on my down of course i probably hit it like two times yeah it smacked like a gunshot just <laughs> and he just ran off with me and i think i bailed off the right got hung up drug a little bit and then yep the whole time here comes ty bat out of hell running towards me on a mule and i'm thinking he's coming to rescue me no mule he's on that spooked him he took off with the mule <laughs> <laughs> so this yeah. whole he told me that a year later that he wasn't really coming to rescue me he was on a runway mule as well <laughs> yeah it was a little uh, a little mule named cactus that i just started and he was yeah he, he was just brand new just green and yeah he had yeah he took off running and, oh. uh, yeah, I wasn't coming to save you, although I wish I could have, but, it, oh, it scared me for a second, though. At first, it was kind of funny, you know, just jumping over and his butt smacking that saddle, like I said, like a gunshot, and, and that's what spooked the meal. But then, when he, when he came off, and you hung in the stirrup for about a, about a length of a panel, so about a 12-foot stretch, you were in that stirrup, <laughs> getting road rash in your belly. <laughs> yeah, I was rubbed raw right there, but... Yeah, you're was... clawing for dirt, though. You're trying to get out of there. <laughs> I don't want to be near that thing. <laughs> uh, since everybody lived, it's funny now. So. Yeah, we can laugh about it. That's the truth. But yeah. oh, I just another story that comes up. I was fresh to riding, you know, real new, and we went to a place we ride just outside of St. George, Utah, and it was, uh, I think, it was a mule club ride, and uh, it tie. Joe and myself kind of broke off the group and I think we had Becky Bible with us Mm -hmm. and uh, it was kind of in a shady spot and Ty came down this rock section and Joe is in front of me and you know if you listen to the podcast Joe kind of explains how he's he's a tall man and you know we he's real skinny and Joe walked across this little rock gap. Well, his mule that he brings is that mule can jump. I mean, I've never seen a mule jump like this one. And uh, this mule jumped behind him and hit the little slick. What is it? Moss? Yeah. That, yeah. Green oh, moss on the north side. Yep. It is. It's like grease. And that mule went out from under him and just bulldozed Joe. And I'm sitting there watching this thinking I just saw Joe this is he's this is it oh we're losing joe right here (laughs) i'm yelling at ty and i'm cursing him out and cursing (laughs) ty out for leading us this way yep you were ty's yelling right back at me not to do that not to yell at him (laughs) oh i think i thought about that moment last night i just was so green to everything it was uh yep you know, when you see someone under a mule and he's trying to kick the mule off of him and the mule couldn't get traction to get off of him. Oh, it was. Yeah. So when you go ride with Ty, it's an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some stuff happens. We try to keep things safe as we can, but stuff comes up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something Ty always says to his rock crawling clinic. You just need a mule with a good stop. So, <laughs> and there's a reason behind that. And that reason's probably me on uh, yeah. that, that Daisy mule out in the, she was pretty fresh when we rode that one trail, but yeah. Tell, tell them that story too. That's, that's always a good one. Well, what, what, where was that? I always get those two places mixed up. That's on the Santa Fe also, but yeah, that's out towards Green River. Yep. That yep. one spot we were riding and 
called the Horse Thief Trail. And you can't help but just be in awe when you look at these areas and, you know, you look at something and you go, I wouldn't even walk down that. But then you see everyone in front of you, they're riding their mules right off. Well, okay, let's go. And <laughs> I remember we got to this spot and it was pretty narrow, narrowed up in this trail where your saddlebags were almost dragging. Yep. And uh, Ty goes, you're fine. You've got a good mule with a good stop. Just follow me off this rock. All right, let's go. I trust you. <laughs> and uh, very first thing, Ty's in front, and I noticed he went out, turned right, and he kind of disappeared. Okay, well, it looks like we come off and go. There's a little drop off. Well, my mule keeps walking straight, and I'm I start pulling her to go right and going right, and all of a sudden I'm seeing what's in front of me, and it's just a drop off. It's a cliff. <laughs> it is, and that mule for some reason was. She wanted to see what was on the bottom, I guess, but she uh, she fooled me. She she kept walking. I said, out of here, mule. I'll, I'll get my saddle off you at the bottom. And so <laughs> I ended up rolling out of the saddle, just eject button. I'm out of here. And that mule ended up walking right up to the edge and stopping. And then she just kind of looked at me. And <laughs> this this whole time, this whole time, Ty's yeah. just picking his way down this trail and his father-in-law Larry's in front of him videoing back and he told him, Oh, you lost your buddy back there. And sure enough, we got it on video, I believe. And you see me just eject right out of the saddle. I'm not sticking around for going <laughs> off this cliff. So, you know, when, when you're out there and you know, these situations like this, everything happens so fast, you know, and it, it just seems like it could be real bad, but it was funny you know, looking back on the video and all we see from the bottom from the video is Daisy just basically standing there and Sam super manning off. It doesn't look as good as I remember it in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but that's always a fun one. Yeah. You just need a good stop. You just need yep. a good stop. Yep. So we went home. That's what we worked on the next day. <laughs> Man. Yeah. We've had some, we've had some adventures. We could, uh, we could, we could spend hours talking about funny stories. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. We pack trips and all sorts of stuff and fishing adventures. And it's, uh, yeah, we're we're pretty blessed to be buddies. That's for sure. Yeah, it it was meant to be. Yep. Well, <clears throat> let's uh, let's shift gears a little bit. Um, Sam is a is a big part of a of a mule days here in utah called bryce canyon mule days and this has been around for three years is this the fourth year i was thinking that last night yeah it's it's yep. our fourth year yep four years and sam has been a huge part of of helping the mcleans get this going and and it's it's turned out to be quite the event it's funny i mean i you know i travel all over the world and uh, and and definitely all over the united states People are starting to talk about it. And just last weekend, um, I was down in Arizona doing a clinic, and and uh, they're all talking about Bryce Canyon Mule Days and and talking about how great it was. And anyways, I kind of stepped in the conversation after a little while, and and they're like, "Oh, Ty, you ever heard of Bryce Canyon Mule Days? It's right down the road from me." I'm like, "Oh yeah, you bet." And uh, anyways, it's so it's getting to be known um, all over and getting pretty popular. But why don't you tell us, Sam? Uh, about Bryce Canyon Mule Days, how, how you kind of got involved in that, how it got going, and let's take it from there. So it really started when I was with you, Ty, up at Jake Clark's when you were selling slippers. So that was 
four years ago, you know, yep. and we, uh, were sitting there and, you know, anyone that were interested in mules and we were sitting and Ty was talking to this gentleman and Ty introduced me and he said he was, name was McLean from Tropic, Utah. And I said, I only knew one guy from Tropic and his name was Harvey. And he looked at me and said, that was my brother. And Harvey was one of the wranglers that would take me as a little boy up and down Bryce Canyon national park. So we kind of hit it off and Harvey passed away years ago. And so we kind of, he gave me his card and we'll, we'll come down one day and ride with you. Okay. Well, when I started dating my uh, wife, I said, let's go on an adventure. So we loaded up some mules and I called McLean and come on down. We'll, We'll go on a ride. Okay. So we went down and we were on a ride and gosh, this was probably in March. And he goes, yeah, I'm doing a mule days. That's awesome. When are you doing it? In May. Well, that's better. How many people you got coming? I don't know. All right. I said, you can count my on my family. We'll be here and we'll invite some friends. So we came down and it was just an awesome event. You know, there was a, he, he spent all this time in building this beautiful arena, but no one ever rode in it. Okay. You're not coming to Bryce Canyon to ride in the arena all day like most mule days. You're, you're surrounded by beautiful red rocks and, you know, these narrows. You want to be out and about riding. So um, we went through the first year, and I think the second year they did a little better. And I started – I said, let me help you guys. And we kind of got some reservations, and I put on some events in the arena, and we uh, set up a nonprofit. It's called the Bryce Canyon Community Cancer Fund and uh, to help families down in that uh, Bryce Valley. And we got a lot of stuff donated. My family got really involved. My mom heads up the apparel, the clothing, and the silent auction. We just hit it out of the park. And then the next year, I said, let's do some more. And I just started uh, taking on a little bigger role, you know, with taking on reservations and actually – you know, by the third year, we really maxed out on how many people we could bring in. And uh, I think last year we had about a, a little over 100 mules. And, uh, you know, each morning we have to work on getting those 100 mules and riders to trailheads. And you want to talk about a logistics nightmare. Up late every night, up early every morning, and just hoping everything goes smooth. And, you know, we just have so many, everyone that's ever attended, we're just so thankful for their patience and being there with us and enjoying the beautiful rocks, you know, of southern Utah. Yeah, it's, it's, it is gorgeous down there in Bryce Canyon. And and uh, if you guys have never been to Bryce Canyon, you got to go see it. It's It's just cool. It's really cool. We're we're so blessed to have that just a few hours down the road from us. So it is, you know, if uh, we have a free weekend, you know, when our uh, daughter was six weeks old, let's go down. We had a free weekend and we went down there and rode some mules and just enjoyed it. Cause even if you go in the park and go on a hike, it's, you know, it uh, reconnects you closer to the outdoors. It's, oh, yeah. There's, there's nothing like that place. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, this year's Bryce Cannon Mule Days? What 
maybe run us through the schedule and and some of the events and the trail rides and all the happenings, the concert and all those things. Tell us a little bit about about that and and uh, what people can expect. So this year, it's uh, McLean's biggest dream was to have a mule sale, um, and that's what we're doing. So we've teamed up with M and M Auction Service and doing uh, Chrome in the Canyon mule sale. Um, it's a select sale. They've all been picked and uh, there's 25 mules this year for a first year sale. That's pretty good. We've got some uh, pretty good names bringing mules. And, uh, and then we also have uh, Ty and Sky and the girls coming to do a clinic Monday through Wednesday. So this would be May 4th through May 6th. We've got, uh, we've got you there doing a good clinic and that looks pretty sold out in a couple of the event in the couple of them. Yep. And then, uh, our check-in day is pretty low key and that's usually on a, on a Wednesday. And then it all kicks off Thursday morning. We, um, we start the morning with the Pledge of Allegiance and prayer up at our meeting area. Then we start sending people out on rides. We have uh, local guides that volunteer their time. They take time away from their families and work, and they just want to share a piece of heaven with everyone. So they take them out in groups. We usually keep groups 12 to 15 riders, and uh, we go in all directions. You know, when you leave the rodeo arena, you're going everywhere. And, uh, so it's it's a busy day, and then the arena usually in the afternoons we do trail course competition. I think this year we're going to have uh, one or two uh, cattle events, um, some speed stuff, uh, pole bending, just fun, some fun that you can just uh, kind of hang out and watch and not you know get too competitive. But we always have the everyone wanting to get in there and have the best mule and there's been a couple people already emailing me asking okay so what's uh what's the trail course going to be this year and uh, they're they're out there practicing so you know we get buckles out um we do a great big dinner for everyone and then uh the meekum family is pretty close with bren hill and if you haven't heard of bren hill out of utah He'd be someone to look up and listen to some of his cowboy music. We we love him, and for, from year one, he's been right there uh, with us. So we uh, we sure appreciate him and all the time he takes to come down and play for us. Yeah, he's Brent Hill. He's one of my favorite. I got a whole playlist of when I go down the road, listen to his music. He's pretty good. So he is good, good cowboy songs. It's not country music. It's cowboy songs, and it's 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 awesome. It is. And uh, I mean, uh, we, we just want them to come play right outside. And we ended up using the, the gymnasium at the local high school and we set up and just have a great night. And, uh, another, another person to give a shout out to is Jeff Pace. He comes and does a pack clinic that's free to attend on Saturday. And, uh, old Jeff, he's a good, good guy. We, we like him and we sure appreciate Jeff for coming out and uh he does a pack clinic and he brings some tack he builds some beautiful tack he's kind of a everyone kind of wants to at least be 
Jeff at some point in their life, I think, where all you do all summer is just pack mules, you know, by you're just out in the woods packing. And this is a, he's the real deal in that world. Yeah. He's, I, I like Jeff. He's a good guy. I'm actually going to see if I can't get him on a podcast sometime. Uh, But he built me a real nice uh, one ear headstall for my bridal bed. And yeah, it does good. He does good leather work. He does. He does. does. I sure he, he's a funny guy when you start talking to him and, uh, he's, he's, he posts these pictures on social media with, I don't know, 15 pack mules behind him. And I asked him, what's it like doing that? He goes, load them up. Don't look back. He said, once you see him flanking you on one side, you better get your riding horse going to get in front of him. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I've, I've, most I've ever pulled is is five in a string. I can't imagine fifteen. I I'm not that handy to get fifteen done, but uh, but that's pretty cool. Um, tell us uh, now these trail rides at Bryce Canyon Mule Days. You have it set up for all different levels of riders. Yeah, so they're 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 not going to be anything not crazy rides where you're bailing off your saddle, you know, like <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, a lot of these rides are they're pretty famous. You know, the pictures look like you're in the park, especially the Thunder Mountain Trail that we ride. It looks like you're in Bryce Canyon National Park, but you're actually not, which gives us a lot more freedom on getting people in and riding. Yeah. Um, another trail, and that's a very basic. That one is nice because we actually drop you off at one section with your guide. And then we shuttle the trucks and trailers to the top. So you're not having to backtrack and make a long ride longer. Um, You know, another famous one everyone emails us about is Willis Creek. Willis Creek is one of those rides that you see the pictures and you go, okay, that's on my bucket list. And it is. We get people from Arkansas, from Florida, Washington coming to ride with us to ride Willis Creek because it is a – special ride that's you're going through these narrows and they just get tighter and tighter and you're riding through and it's uh it is a special place that willis creek ride nice that's pretty cool so how can people find more information on this bryce canyon mule days where where can they look website and facebook and bryce canyon mule days.com we've got a flight itinerary there um we still have campsites and stalls available, but the guided part is uh, kind of capped. Right. And uh, we have a waiting list, but there's only two, two to three people on that waiting list. So uh, more than likely what we're going to do, if you buy your spot and you do come, I'm going to try and get someone to take the people on that waiting list on a ride on rides daily. We just have to, fit you where we can um we're on instagram bryce canyon mule days on instagram facebook you know um you get on there and look at some of the pictures and it's just there's nowhere like it you know oh yeah it's pretty cool and uh, i'm I'm looking forward to coming you know the when this all come about and sam kind of got involved in this i felt bad i'd i had contracted out to do clinics and other places for the last three years and haven't been able to make it. So this year I'm stoked to be able to join you there and, and uh, be able to do a clinic there. I've, I've, I've kind of had the, yeah, I've kind of felt bad missing out all my, 
this is this is something all my buddies go to all my best friends are there you know you and and uh, joe and you know everybody else comes down i'm like man i missed out so i'm i'm stoked to be able to come this year and and i plan to be there uh, coming years indefinitely so it'll be good it will be and uh oh we're excited to have you there and it's just uh you know it's a crazy time i wish i can i bring mules i don't know why i bring my mules down because i never get to ride i think last year my family on about a half hour ride but yeah you know uh, one day you know everyone says i want to come out and ride and see you and it is you got to come out and just experience it and uh come and ride that's the biggest thing is you don't need for a mule days you don't want to be stuck at an arena when you've got this this country like we do surrounding us so oh yeah it's it's gorgeous country Absolutely. It is. It is. Now, now you're a pretty cool guy too. So where can folks, uh, how can folks find you and follow you? I, you know, I follow you on Instagram and you're always posting fun stuff. You're always doing fun stuff and having a good time. You, you want to share that? Yeah. So my Instagram is S dot scaling. It's my last name. S K A L I N G on Instagram. And I'm just Samuel scaling on Facebook. You know, it's, definitely slowed down a little with little baby in my life but we still get out and we still have fun stuff going on yep. and places to go and uh adventures that's my biggest thing we my wife and i sure love going on adventures yeah now you've uh i i speaking of instagram and whatever i've i noticed uh you've kind of gotten into something new gotten into the driving a little bit Oh um, yeah. Do you want to talk about it for a second? Yeah, real quick. I've uh I've always driving a team of horses or mules I think is something that I think it's just I think a lot of people that are in into the horse and mule world just want to learn more about and it's something that you know when you're riding a horse or you can look up YouTube videos and okay, that's cool, let's just do it, but to learn about driving teams and specifically just harnessing i don't know it's it's easier now since i've done it a handful of times but it's intimidating when you see all that harness and we got to get this all on okay so i uh reached out to a local local guy here uh his name was is kim richens and he runs a uh, a sleigh company in the winter at the ski resorts and I asked him one day, I want to just come up and learn how to do this. And he's a real nice guy, said anytime. And uh, ended up, he took my family out on a little sleigh ride. And I said, I want to learn it. Again, I'm asking him, I want to learn this. And he goes, what are you doing tomorrow? Come on out. Okay. So we went out and he gave me a, a team of Percherons. And these guys are probably 16 to 1700 pounds and you can't see over their butts. They're so tall. <laughs> he goes, yep. here's the harness, you know, here you go. Oh, by the way, you're going to be running these guys on your own, pulling your own sleigh tonight, pulling guests up to the uh, cabin for dinner. Okay. Wow. I got it. And he turned me loose and that's the best way to learn. You know, it, I've done it a few times and uh, I've just have fallen in love with it. I've, I've uh, sure come to like it and, yeah, it's just something different to do with the animals, you know. And yep. Well, I've noticed something about you, Sam. That whatever you get into, you you go all the way, and you you learn about it. Sam is like the expert researcher, and uh, he 
yeah, I mean, j- just like when he got into meals and started finding, you know, how he found us and doing what we do. And he just, you get into it and you want to be the best at everything you do. So that's a good, that's a good way to be. Yeah, it is. And that's a uh, whole mule thing. Gosh, it, it all came full circle between uh, where I am today. And that helped a lot of help to you and Sky taking time and helping me. That's for sure. Well, you're a, you're a good learner. That's for sure. So. Um, well, I know you got to get to, to work here and get things going, but, um, one last thing I wanted to ask you, um, as I've been uh, interviewing guests and stuff doing this, I, I like to end with a question and uh, for you, um, I'd like you to give us some suggestions or give us some tips or just some thoughts for people that are you know, we've talked a lot about you getting into meals here and, and your journey with that and, and how you've evolved from that. But could you give us any final thoughts on uh, or, or people that are just getting into meals, what they should be doing or any tips for them? Oh, it's going to be patience. I think uh, it, prior to mules, I had zero patience. I was, <laughs> I was a whole different man than I am today. Um, patience is the biggest thing, you know. I think the difference between horse horses and mules, it's really, to me, it's patience. Cause I, you want to be taught patience, get a mule and, uh, you know, and just surround yourself with like-minded people that want to improve and want to go out and explore and ride. And, you know, you, we can all picture those guys that just get on and whip spur and get after it. If you want to be the, better guy and actually know what you're doing surround yourself with those people you bet well that's pretty good buddy i uh i appreciate you doing this for me coming on this show yeah i i love it i'm gonna i've been sitting down and listening to them so i can't wait to see who else you've got planned to come on and do the podcast with you yep well i'm trying to Pick out the best of the best in the in mealmanship, you know, and and uh, same thing like you just said, like-minded people. I'm I'm trying to promote really good mealmanship and and people that are interested in that on this show. So, well, I I appreciate you, Sam. Uh, make sure you tell Hope and Violet hello for me, and and uh, we'll catch you down the road soon. Sounds good, Ty. Can't wait. Okay, buddy. We'll see you. We'll see you. Bye bye.